Catechesis with Pope Benedict the Sistine. Meditation Papa Ratzinger's Catechesis on the 17th of August 2011 Dear brothers and sisters, we are still in the light of the Feast of the Assumption, which, as I have said, is a feast of hope. Mary has arrived in Paradise, and this is our destination. We can all arrive in Paradise. The question is, how? Mary has arrived there. She is, the Gospel says, the one who believed in the fulfilment of that which the Lord said to her. Thus, Mary believed. She entrusted herself to God. She entered with her will into the will of the Lord, and so was precisely on the most direct way, on the road to Paradise. To believe, to entrust oneself to the Lord, to enter into His will, this is the essential direction. Today I would like to speak not about this whole pathway of faith, but only about a small aspect of the life of prayer, which is the life of contact with God, that is, about meditation. And what is meditation? It means to remember all that God has done and not to forget his many benefits. Often we see only the negative things. We must also keep in our memory the positive things, the gifts that God has made us. We must be attentive to the positive signs that come from God and must remember them. We are thus speaking of a type of prayer which in the Christian tradition is called mental prayer. We usually know prayer with words. Naturally, the mind and heart must also be present in this prayer. But we are speaking today about a meditation that is not of words, but is a making contact of our mind with the heart of God. And Mary here is a very real model. The evangelist Luke repeats several times that Mary, for her part, kept all these things, meditating on them in her heart. Guardian, who does not forget, she is attentive to all that the Lord has said and done for her, and meditates, that is, makes contact with these things, ponders them in her heart. Hence she, who believed in the announcement of the angel, and made herself instrument so that the eternal word of the Most High could be incarnated, also welcomed into her heart the wonderful prodigy of the human divine birth. She meditated on it. She paused in reflection on what God was working in her, so as to welcome the divine will in her life and respond to it. The mystery of the incarnation of the Son of God and of Mary's motherhood is so great that it requires a process of interiorization. It is not only something physical that God works in her, but is something that demands an interiorization on the part of Mary, who seeks to deepen its intelligence, to interpret its meaning, to understand its aspects and implications. Thus, day after day, in the silence of ordinary life, Mary continued to keep in her heart the successive marvellous events of which she was witness, 
all the way to the extreme test of the cross and the glory of the resurrection. Mary fully lived her existence, her daily duties, her mission as mother, but she knew how to maintain within herself an inner space to reflect on the word and will of God, on what was happening in her, on the mysteries of the life of her son. In our time, we are absorbed by so many activities and commitments, worries and problems. We often tend to fill all the spaces of the day without having a moment to stop to reflect and nourish our spiritual life, the contact with God. Mary teaches us how necessary it is to find in our days, with all the activities, moments to recollect ourselves in silence and to meditate on what the Lord wants to teach us on how he is present and acts in the world and in our lives, to be able to stop for a moment and meditate. St. Augustine compares meditation on the mysteries of God to the assimilation of food and uses a verb which recurs throughout Christian tradition, to ruminate, that is, the mysteries of God should continually resonate within us, so that they become familiar to us, guide our lives, nourish us as does the food necessary to sustain us. And St. Bonaventure, referring to the words of sacred scripture, says that they should always be ruminated upon so as to be able to gaze on them with ardent application of the soul. Thus, to meditate means to create in us a situation of recollection, of inner silence, so as to reflect upon, to assimilate, the mysteries of our faith and that which God is working in us, and not only the things that come and go. We can do this rumination in various ways, by taking, for example, a brief passage of sacred scripture, above all the Gospels, the Acts of the Apostles, the Letters of the Apostles, or a passage from an author of spirituality that brings us closer to the realities of God, and renders them more present in our day, maybe also taking advice from our confessor or spiritual director, to read and reflect on what has been read, dwelling on it, seeking to understand it, what it is saying to me, what it is saying today, to open our souls to what the Lord wants to say to us and teach us. The Holy Rosary is also a prayer of meditation. Repeating the Hail Mary, we are invited to recall and reflect upon the mystery that we have proclaimed. But we can also dwell upon an intense spiritual experience, upon words that have stayed with us since participating in the Sunday Eucharist. So you see, there are many ways to meditate and thereby to make contact with God and to get closer to God and, in this way, to be on the pathway towards paradise. Dear friends, constancy in giving time to God is a fundamental element for spiritual growth. It will be the Lord himself who will give us the taste of his mysteries, his words, his presence and his action, to feel how beautiful it is when God speaks with us. He will make me understand in a deeper way what he wishes of me. 
In the end, this is precisely the purpose of meditation, to entrust ourselves more and more into the hands of God, with trust and love, certain that only in doing His will are we, in the end, truly happy.